Okay. Um. So there's the title of the sermon. I'm not unless you can read the read what it says. I'll save it for the punchline because I want to save it. Um. I've been really fascinated at uh, well, just God and, and His nature and everything about Him and how how perfect He is. He, he never fails to blow my mind. And I, I've been studying His Word for a long time. And, and uh, you know, sometimes you go through dry seasons um, but man, there's there's so much in, in the, there's so much in his word, um, and and it it just it's, it's just fascinating. And the last few days, I've just uh, really been drenched in it. And and uh, I learned I learned some something that I've never seen before, and hopefully I can convey that to you. Um, I've never heard it taught. I've heard aspects of all I'm going to teach taught. But I've never, I've never heard this one part, and to me it just blew my mind, and it just kind of solidified the perfection of God. Um, <clears throat> so this is ego and me, um, the Greek. So let's uh, let's do a little exercise here. How many of you guys can read that top line? How many, how many of y'all can read all three? Youth, can y'all read them? So what's, what's missing in the first line? Vowels. Okay, the reason I, reason I put that is, uh, you know, the Hebrew, uh, the way it was originally written, it's all consonants. Okay, so obviously you would have to be very familiar with the language in order to read it, right? Because it's not just pronounced consonants. It does have vowels, um, but it's not written that way. Okay, I don't know if you guys knew that. I I didn't really realize that. Uh, Honestly, um, me personally... There was a lot of things in the past that I just kind of stiff-armed. Um, there were things that I didn't I didn't want to even study or or just kind of totally uh, stayed away from, uh, just because I didn't want. Well, well, well so, some of the things I stayed away from because there, it, it seemed to be kind of tainted, okay? Um, like there was a whole period of, of of things written or said that I wouldn't even pay attention to because it was it, it was tainted uh, by history, uh, by certain people in that time period. Um, like you know, after the disciples, up until you know recently, there was a, a great period of that I wouldn't even pay attention to. You know, I mean, I, I'm not going to say any. I mean, I don't want to say any names or anything, you know, because uh, I just don't want to, you know, re- misrepresent anybody. But so, like with the original languages and things, I didn't want anything to do with that. You know, for for up until recently, um, you know, I, I have my reasons. I don't know if I can really explain it. Um, but anyway, I've, I've been digging digging into those things, and and, and, I'm, and my mind has been blown, okay, by these things. So anyway, like I said, the the original the the, the Hebrew when it when it was written. It's all consonants, and in fact, Hebrew is written from right to left. That's why the second line, can y'all read that well? 
Yeah, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Now, the Greek, the way it was orig- original, the letters were originally written, there's no spaces, and it was all caps. So that's why the third line, okay? No punctuation, okay? So all those things were added by scribes later uh, to help, you know, help us, help people, you know, to, to get the meaning across better. Um, and thank God they did. So, um, so it's all different today. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see some things, some words, and I'll, I'll show you what it, what it looks like. Um, let's look at this verse here. Um, Exodus 6, 2 through 3 says, And God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. But my name, Lord, I was not known to them. Okay, so we're going to look at we're going to look at these things. Now, some of you probably, maybe maybe all of you know that I don't know, but I didn't realize a lot of these things. Okay, in these in this verse, I just um, all these. Names for God, I just kind of glazed over them and just assigned them to God, and they should be. They're, they they are God. They're they're the way a a way of uh, of mentioning Him in different ways. Uh, we have tons of them in all over this church, right? Um, thank you, Mary Evelyn, for all those. Um, so let's look here at that. Well, okay, there's there's different words, different Hebrew Hebrew words for these different things like God. Okay, there's different there's a different word for that than there is for the all caps Lord. Okay, I don't know if you if you realize that. Um, and then there's God Almighty. Okay. Um, so I'm going, to, I'm going to try to go through this. I'm going to try to go through this in a reasonable pace because it is a lot of information. I don't want you to get caught up in the details necessarily. Um, but one of the things I want to convey today is. You know, to me, in the recent, the, re, the church of today, um, I think a lot of the messages, and even in a lot of the, the new translations and things, it's watered down to try to convince somebody about God. Okay? And to me, I think when we do that, we really miss a lot of things. We, it, it's it's like we focus on certain aspects of God and kind of we've in places I think we almost do away with aspects of God because it's not popular. It's not what's the word? Um, what's that? Convenient. Uh, it's not politically correct. You know. Um, and quite frankly, you know, sometimes we think we know all about God, but you're crazy if you think that, um, because you cannot totally understand God. He is so vast that our finite minds cannot grasp these things. He can be all these different aspects. He can be love and just and. He can be all these things, and he and at the same time, he knows every thought. He knows he knows everything about everybody that's ever been born, will be, and is, and and all during that, he's working all these things together. But he doesn't miss when a sparrow falls from the air. Okay, he knows all those things. The the ultimate multitasker. And. I think today, 
in most of our minds, we don't realize the awesomeness that he is. And we don't give him the, the total respect that is due him. You know, in the Old Testament, there was a way that you approached God. And if you approached him the wrong way, you would die. And we don't, the God that uh, I think a lot of us in today's age has construed is, is very safe. Okay. I, yes, you should be, you should approach him, but there's a way that you should approach him. Of course, Jesus is the way. Um, so I, I think we've lost the, the awesomeness and we have almost created a common God. Okay. So, so I want to I want to look. You know, there, the the there's a the name in 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 Hebrew is shame. Uh, there's name. The name is in that the the reputation. God has a reputation, and he has he has a name. Now, that name. I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Um, God's name, they, from what I've read, they were so um, intimidated by God that they were afraid to say his name, okay? And that's that capital L-O-R-D there. They were afraid of that, and rightly so, um, because, like I said, some of them approached him the wrong way, a strange fire. You know, it's not that God is mean. And, and I think that a lot of times in our minds today, if we think of the, if we really realize the just God that he is, we think he's mean. So we don't want to focus on that aspect of God because it's not politically correct. Um. It's very difficult to even discipline people today. Am I right? Because in the eyes of maybe even the law, you're being mean. Okay? So anyway, um, so they, they were a lot of, you'll see a lot of times in the Old Testament, well, capital L-O-R-D is in the Old Testament a tons of times. But many times you will see the name in replacement of it as equal. They would just say the name. Some trust in horses, some in chariots, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Okay. Okay, so let's look at these things here. Um, Okay, that top one there is L. That's the way it's transliterated. You can see the, the now. If you if you see the see, there's the consonants. You see those little dots. That's how they they made the vowel system. Okay, that's the E sound, and it makes it say L. The that first. Uh, Later there, the Aleph is not even, it's, it's actually silent. But, so L means, and this is the way it can be translated in, in, in our scriptures. Sometimes it's, of course, capital God. Sometimes it's little g God. He's talking about other gods. Okay, mighty one, strength. Okay, um, Then there's Elohim, the the bottom one there. Okay, and it's you know of course left or right, I mean right to left. Sorry. Okay, so Elohim can mean God, gods, judges, angels. You'll notice that um, all of those last ones are plural because Elohim is plural. 
the God, the God we know is more than one, right? More than one person, right? Um, so a lot of times in the scriptures, sometimes you'll see both of these names in, in one in one verse, but you probably don't even really realize it because of the way our Eng- our English translations have it. Um, am I losing anybody? Oh, good. What's that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, okay, I got you. Okay, so let's look here. Verse we, we know, um, Psalm 50, verse 1. And I've added in the, the highlighted what each one of those is, actually, in the Hebrew. The mighty one, or El. God, Elohim. The Lord, yod heh has spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun to its going down. Okay. So, we understand, you can see, you know, like I showed you on that screen before, El can be translated as Mighty One or God. We know that that's, we know who you're talking about, right? We're all believers here. Uh, in the scriptures, but what I what I want to say today today is, just because somebody's praying to God, or just because somebody's talking about God, doesn't mean they're talking about the same God you are. Okay, and it's getting increasingly so, is it not? It's it, it's very dangerous in my mind, but I, I've always just kind of looked at it black and white, like you know, because I believe. So it's talking about the God. Um. So there's the. Now you notice there that all caps. This is that name I was talking about. That they would not even say, okay. And it's just the consonants. There, yod heh vav And actually, they went through such a long period of time where they didn't even, it, it, it's believed that they, they went through such a long period of time that they didn't even say the name that they kind of forgot what the vowels were supposed to be. Okay? So today, you'll, you'll hear it. Uh, said two different ways, Yehovah or Yahweh, okay? Um, I'm not going to get into the Jehovah, Yehovah uh, today. Um, I am going to look at Yahweh. Um, So y'all keeping up? You're good. So, Remember, you'll see this over, I mean, there's like thousands of times in the Old Testament, the capital L-O-R-D. But you'll see a lot of times also the little uh, capital L lowercase o-r-d. And it's two, that's, that's the difference, okay? The lower will be one thing, and the, the, all the caps is a different name. We just don't realize it in English, okay? All right, so moving on. At the top there is Adon. We know it as Adonai, um, and that is mean can be Lord, Master, or God. Okay. Uh, in the Greek, there's the word Kurios. It means the same. It, it could be the same, Lord or Master. Uh, like uh, Jesus is kurios. He's Lord. But Jesus said, no servant is greater than his kurios, master. Okay? We we don't see that, that it's the same word. But, it is, you know, it is that they, the way, it's, the way they, their language is. Okay? 
So wherever you see Lord in the scriptures, the lower the capital L, lowercase O R D, it's Adon. Okay. Now that second one there is the Yod Hey Vav Hey. So there's the that is the Yod, the Hey. They think back in that time it was pronounced wow, but today they pronounce it vav. Okay. Hey. Okay. You can see those second and third letter, fourth letters are the same, right? The hey. So, are are y'all good? Am I confusing you? All right. So let's move on. So we'll look at this scripture that we looked at a minute ago in a different version. That was the New King James Version. This is the the Lexham English Bible. And you'll see that it has the names the way they are, more like they are. And God spoke to Moses and he said to them, I am Yahweh. And I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as El Shaddai. God Shaddai. But my name, Yahweh, I was not known to them. Okay, so think about that. Think about what he's saying there. So, uh, you know, Moses had seen, he had the encounter with God in the burning bush earlier. And God was telling him to go to his people and tell them, you know, that he's going to deliver them. And Moses, you know, we know the question. He asked him, who shall I say sent me? Okay, so that's important. So in the past, he tells Moses here, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, that he spoke to them, and he appeared to them as El Shaddai. Not is Yahweh. Are they the same? Yes, they're absolutely the same. They're the same God revealed in a different way. Uh, the name, I don't know if you know this, and y'all probably, y'all probably do, but I'll just say it anyway. A, a lot of the names in Hebrew are more than just names. They reveal the character. Okay? So that's what's going on here. God is revealing another part of his character. A lot of the names, some of the names in Hebrew actually incorporate God in them. Like my name, Michael, is Michael. You notice the last syllable, El, God. Me, who, Ka, is like. God, L. It's a question. Who is like God? Okay. So, so a lot, some of the names in Hebrew have have more than just a name. They have the, they reveal character about an individual. Um. So let's move on. Y'all good? Okay. Another very important, a very familiar scripture, Psalm 110, 1. Um, in fact, it's probably the most, I think it's the most quoted scripture in the New Testament. Uh, so the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Okay, so you notice there's two lords there. One's caps, all caps, the other's Lord. So let's let's go on. Y'all see the difference there? You see here um, another version, the Lexham English Bible, um, a declaration of Yahweh to my Lord. So Yahweh said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. 
So to me, well, especially if you you know from the the New Testament, they show who Yahweh is speaking to here. Who's he speaking to? Yes. Yahweh said to my, well, let's look here. The Lord Yahweh said to my Lord Adonai, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Who is sitting at the right hand of God? Jesus. So you can all, you can see there's two persons of the Godhead here. Yahweh and Adonai. Um, so let's move on here. Okay, now we get into a little deeper here. Now, if you can see these these Hebrew names here, are these words? Okay, that's the Hayah and the. Hawa, Hava, Yodhe Vavhe. You can see the similarities, right? See those similarities? They all have the hey, the this little They both they all have two hays. One has the Yod, one has the Vav. Okay? You'll see the similarities. Yay? No? Okay. Okay, so Hayah means to be, become, exist, or happen. It's a verb. Hawa means to be, to become. Now, both these words are, are, are in uh, different Verses, I'll show you some example here. <clears throat> Jeremiah 24, 7. This is the Hayah. And I will grant, I will give to them a heart to know me, that I am Yahweh. And they will be my people. And I will be their God. For they will return to me with their whole of their heart. Okay. B, the B verb. Um, let, let me look at. We'll look at another scripture with with the Hawa. Hawa. Nehemiah six six. In it was written. It has been reported among the nations in Gashmu. Also is is saying that you and the Jews are considering rebellion. Therefore, truly, you are building the wall. And you are becoming their king according to these words. Okay? Ava. Now, the, the B verb y'all know what the B verb is? Like, I, now, do I say I be? Not properly. Good. Okay. If I say I was, what am I saying? In the past, I, so I was, right? Uh, so in the present, I would say I am. And in the future, I, was, I would say I will be. Okay. Right? So there's all these different ways so, so what changes in that? The be verb changes in all those. Also, the pronoun can change, right? It, not just I will. It could be he will or she will or it will, right? So we do all these things in English, right? Well, like in the Greek, um, all that's encapsulated in the word the be um the tense the person okay 
Um, and we'll, we'll look at that a little deeper in a minute. It's pretty fascinating. Um, so let's move on here. Um, we'll continue with this. So we saw we saw some examples of, of the these two top B verbs, okay? Now we have the yod hey vav hey there, y'all, and, and then below it is with the vowels Yahweh. Y'all see that the very bottom? Okay. Um, so I want to read you some things I found. Like this is out of the theological word book of the Old Testament. I found it just, it just blew my mind. Now this is that capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, or the yod heh vav heh He says, a final and brief word may be said about the meaning and interpretation of Jehovah, Yahweh. It seems beyond doubt that the name contains the verb Hayah. Okay, y'all see that? To be. In uh, the JPS commentary, it says Yod Hey Bob Hey was probably pronounced Yahweh in biblical times. The Vav was pronounced like the English W. Okay, so the Yahweh. This conjecture is based on post-biblical transliterations of the name and on the suffix form Yahoo in personal names such as Eliyahu, Elijah. Okay. Most likely, the name is derived from the root HVH, a variant of HYH, which is those top two, Hayah and Hava, B. And it means either, and we're talking about the, the Yahweh now, he's saying it means. Either he who is, will be, for example, is, will be present, or exists, or he who causes to exist. It's encapsulated in that. Okay? Um, the theological word book of the Old Testament says, God's name identifies his nature. So the request for his name is equivalent to asking about his character. Crit critical speculation about the origin and meaning of Yahweh seems endless. Because it should be endless, right? We're talking about God. But the Bible's only explanation is that it represents the simple call, imperfect of Hawa, to be, I am, is what I am. We we know we've read that right. The precise name Yahweh results when others speak him in the third person. Yahweh. He is. Okay. Um, most likely, the name should be translated something like. And this is another another word book. Um, so they're, they're speculating on what, you know, because so much, it was, they didn't even say the name for so long. So they're looking at, you know, the, 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 the similarities to these, of these verbs. Um, so this other one's saying he, most likely the name should be translated something like, I am who, I am he who is, or I am he who exists. As reflect, reflected in the uh, Septuagint, um, you know, when, whenever uh, Moses uh, spoke to God in the burning bush, and, and, he, and he asked him, "Who shall I say sent me? Is sending me?" And he said, "I am that I am." 
So in the uh, the Greek version of the of that is ego emi haon, which is I am He who exists. Okay. Um, so this echo is, is of this is found in the New Testament, is it not? I am. Um, more than anything, perhaps the the isness, God is, and 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 that's to me that's fascinating because you know especially as a man, you know we have we have a birth date right where we came into being. And we have the present, which we are, and then we have the future, where we we pass on. So we have we have a a window of time that we exist. And you know, if we're honest, when we think about God, it, it's kind of mind-boggling. Um, Does he have a window of time, or just it's like time isn't even an issue? You know, God existed before He even created time. Um, and if He created all things, uh, you know, your mind can just start doing flip flops. Uh, who created Him, or was He even created? No, He wasn't created. He was just always. He is. Right, he is, um, and and so that's what's so so important to know about God. You know, the scriptures teach that He never changes. You know, He's He's the same, the same God that revealed Himself to Moses in that bush. He is that still, even though there's thousands of years. Between, but removed, we're, we're thousands of years removed from that. Um, so the isness of God is expressed is, is expressive both of its presence and his existence. Neither con, neither con, uh, neither concept can be said to be more important than the other. So I, I found that I found that very fascinating that his name is. You know, is is can be a verb, if you will. You know, um, there's there's a, there's a lot of times you'll see you'll see uh, names in the scriptures that aren't necessarily names um, brought into being names, uh, such as. Um, Evil one. Okay? Evil one's not a proper name. However, there's a scripture where it says the evil one, right? Um, so, uh, Yahweh, although it could, you know, we, we see that it, could, it stems from a verb, it's still a noun. Or, you know, it's a proper name. All right, so let's let's move on here. Um, Exodus three thirteen through fourteen. Then Moses said to God, "Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your for, your fathers has sent me to you, and they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them?'" And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. I remember the first time I, I um, years ago, the first time I read that, um, it, it's, even though the words, you know, the I am who I am and I am, they're, they're very simple, right? They're words that we use every day, almost common words. Um, yet, there's all this power in that, you know? 
Y'all, y'all grasp that? I am. Um, just an amazing amount of power, and that, that uh, those words right there are the Hayah. Okay, I am Hayah. Um, so this is the 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 Greek, the Septuagint. And God spoke to Moses, saying, I am the one who exists. And he said, Thus you will say to the children of Israel, The one who exists has sent me to you. Okay? Um, so it's just, you know, it, it gives you a little bit of a, a different uh, look at that. Um, like I told you, well, like I was, I was talking about the B verb. Um, the B verb in uh, in Greek is is ami, um, and it's it means to be. Um, ami, like in Greek, you know, it's just one word. I don't have it to where you can see it, um, but like like if I say I am. In English, there's two words, right? There's a pronoun and the verb. In, in the Greek, you don't you don't have to have that. Um, if I say a me, I say I am, I exist, I am present. Okay, because it's in in first person um, present. Is that right? I, I get confused with all these. How many of y'all liked English or what is it called? Is it grammar? Be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of difficulty with with this. You know, it's been 30 years since I've been in school. Give me a break. I mean, so it it was, you know, having to learn all these things. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as sharp as some of you guys are in, in this area, especially. Um. So, if, you know, a me, like I say, you don't necessarily, you don't have to have the pronoun. And, and that's important, okay? Because I, I, want, I want you to see this. Um, like, like, okay, the B, the B verb, like we talked about earlier, has different forms. And that form, like, am, was, were, will be, none of those look the same, do they? Like, when you write them, who would have ever thought that it came out of B? Right? Y'all understand what I'm saying? Like, you would think it'd be, like, well, sometimes, uh, walk. Okay, I walk. I walked. It's just an addition, right? You can you can see it came from the same word. I am walking. So you have different endings to make you know change the the tense of it, right? Um. So like in the Greek, sometimes it's it's similar to that. Sometimes it's the way the B verb is, like the B verb in the Greek, the ami, uh, like ain, is a form of ami. Um, it's he, she, it, was. It's also talking about second person, he, she, it, was. Okay, anyway. Or third person, is it third person? Anyway, I, I get confused, like I said. So, in the Greek, the a, like I said, the ame doesn't have to have the the pronoun. But what you see in the New Testament, when Jesus says ame, he puts something in front of it. Ego. Okay. Ego means I. So, he would say ego ame. So he was emphasizing I, 
he's almost saying it twice there. Ego a me. Not just I am, but I am. Okay? He's emphasizing, he's making a point. And we, we know that. We, we know that he was making, we, we know that he was referring back to that I am that I am, right? Of the Old Testament. He was claiming to be this person. But he was overemphasizing it, and if you were if you were to listen to him, you would especially you know in that language, you would get that that he's saying I am, okay. And what would be more irritating to a Pharisee than that? You see what I'm saying? Because he's he, he and he said it over and over. Okay, so let's look here. We know the verse John eight John eight fifty eight. Um, you know the long discourse there with 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 the Pharisees and the teachers of the laws of that time. Um, and Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Ego a me. Um, and we know that in John, he said that about a lot of things. I am the way. Right? I am the resurrection and the life. I am the door, the gate, right? I am the bread of life. In all these cases, he could have just said, me," But he kept saying, ego, me," You know, totally emphasizing himself. And was he lying? No, he was not lying at all. We know that. Um, <clears throat> I remember the first time I read this, and I don't know if you can remember the first time you read this passage, but it it like totally, and ho- hopefully you have read this passage. You know where the sadly today, and I, I'll throw myself in this. Sadly today we don't read much, do we? Um, that's our sword, you know. That's we're 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 not we're not being totally prepared. We're 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 focusing on a lot of things that, quite frankly, in the scheme of especially eternity, do not really matter, do we not? Um, we place a lot of emphasis on education in order to be successful. And totally neglect what the scripture really says we should be doing. Should we not be more, shouldn't our education be more of the scriptures than the things of this world? And if if so, if we would really focus on that, then we would be more apt to believe where our provisions really do come from, right? Do our provisions come from God? Or do we do they come from what we think they come from, my ability and what I know? And so so what we've honestly what we've almost done is kind of we've replaced do we even need him? I mean honestly, do we? Do we look to him for the next meal at all? Is he the bread of life to us? He should be. But anyway, I'm, I should. That's for another time, I guess. Um, but I, I see it. I see it increasingly so. And it's it's very sad. You, know, you drive, especially like on Sunday mornings. You see it. You drive. There, you see people out. They're going somewhere. But. You know, there's very small percentage of our population in this town who is even reading the scriptures, much less going to church, right? And, and uh, anyway, I don't know. Maybe God will do something about that. 
Um, so moving on, sorry, I got this. Uh, okay, so let, let's look here. I, uh, John, back, we're going to back up a little bit in John 8. And Jesus says, Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you, don't, if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. And Jesus said to them, Who are you? Or they said to him, Who are you? And Jesus said to them, Just what I've been saying to you from the beginning. And it, it's sometimes it's uh, almost comical when you're reading through the scriptures of uh, of this, where like, like Jesus says something, and they're like, "Who are you?" You know, and and he's like, "I've been saying it all the time." Now, the reason I highlighted he there is because that is not even in. In the in in the Greek, okay, um, it's there's you you find things like that added. A lot of times they'll add things like that, uh, kind of for clarification, okay, um, to make it s- maybe sound better, uh, maybe to make it maybe where you understand it a little better. Um, But there he says, okay, therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am, that ego a me. He says it again right there, but you don't realize it. The reason you're going to die in your sins is because you don't believe that I am. Okay? It's not... I mean, it's pretty powerful that he says that I am he. But it's even more powerful when he says. The one that was in that bush talking to Moses, that's me. Okay. Um, So let's look. Let's look here in Revelation one. Eight. Another another awesome verse. Uh, You know, John's. He's he's. Talking with uh, Jesus is, is telling him uh, what's to come. He's revealing uh, the whole revelation to him. And here Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. There's a whole lot right there, okay? Um, how many of us, when we talk about ourselves, can say anything close to that? Um, you know, honestly, you know, like when you're younger, you, you think you're you're all that, right? Um, you think that you you have it all together. Um, and you, you know, when you're younger, you do have, you have a lot of ability. Uh, you like sometimes, a lot of times you like in the wisdom area. Um, <clears throat> but you, you, you definitely have some ability, but you're definitely not God. But there's, um, there's something in us that, um, where we, converge on the point of thinking that we're almost God you know that's in our that's in our simple nature right um, but then then something happens you know as you get older the ability starts to fade the wisdom comes up you know how, can, how come you can't have all the ability and all the wisdom early right um, so Jesus as we know it, as is the beginning and the end. And here, he's, he's, he's making refer, reference back to that B verb. The one who is and who was and who is to come. He's the Almighty. Um, is, there, is there any greater than him? Is he, is he that to you? 
Have you lost focus? You know, I know, like, um, I mean, you know, like, especially a kid. Um, you know, if a kid, you see a kid, you know, he's like, let's say he's having an argument with another kid, and they're 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 going at it, right? Well, if he starts kind of losing his uh, his edge, oh yeah. You know, start throwing words out there or whatever. And then there's a, there's a word fight, right? And then, you know, if it keeps going, he's like, well, I'll get my brother. And the other one, well, I'll go get my brother. He's bigger. But then they'll pull the daddy card, right? I'm going go to get, get my dad. Because, you know, or, or, or the, way, the way it used to be anyway. And I, I know it's kind of a mess today, but. You know, I remember as a little kid, my dad, he's the most powerful person I ever knew, right? Um, he could do anything. He had the, plus he was smart. and You know, you, 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 you know the, the, the eyes of a child, you, you see that, you believe that. Um, and all these names... God you know at that time back in the time of Moses you know in the land of Egypt they had a lot of gods that they gave their glory glory, that they gave reverence to they were all little g gods And all through the Old Testament, God has all these names. That are step above. And we know him as all these names. And as Christians, we know that he is the Almighty. He is the El Shaddai. He is wonderful counselor. He's the Elohim. He's the El Elyon. He's the God of all God. He's the, he's the most high God. And I hope you know Jesus that way. He's greater than anything. Any problem you face. He's greater than any man that there ever was. And he has that name, that shame, that reputation. He has the the history to back all those things up. So I'll close with this screen. The ego and me, the I am, the Haya, Hava, Yahweh. He is. He always will be. And he, you know, what he was is what he is. And what he is is what he ever will be. Let's never never forget that. Yahweh. Amen. Father, thank you for, for the way you reveal yourself to us. Um, thank you for all the things you have done for us. And a lot of times, Lord, we will try to chase all magnificent things to try to find you. And although you are in the magnificent, you are magnificent. But there's a simple way to find you and to approach you, Lord. And I pray that you would totally, you would continue to reveal those things to us, and that we can come in the simplicity of a child to understand you. We don't have to look for complex things. Um, 
we can just look to you, Father, and you reveal all the truths to us, the magnificent truths of your wonderful, spectacular glory. Uh, we chase all kinds of fascinating things in this life to try to to try to get there, Lord, but they're just um, imitations that that are they're empty imitations. They're things to um, distract us from the true reality that's that, that's in you. And I pray, I just pray, Lord, that you could help us to remove all those false things in our lives, those wonders that we chase, and that we would see your wonder, that we would. Do the things the people of the old did to dig the search the scriptures to find you. That we would look to you for those hidden things, for those important things. Um, and Lord, uh, this day we we we're, we're very thankful, and in this season, uh, help us. To be thankful. Um, the, the, the words that make us up as a Christian are thank you. Because you did it all. And we thank you for that, Lord. And as we go to um, congregate together in another building, Lord, that I pray that you would uh, your glory would be there. And that we would have a great fellowship together. And I pray all these things in, in Jesus' name. Amen.